Are you thinking about packing a shoebox this year? National Collection Week is next week. Last year, Operation Christmas Child collected almost 500,000 shoeboxes in Canada, and they have an even larger need this year. Packing a shoebox is a hands-on way for Canadians to bless children in the developing world by filling shoeboxes with toys, hygiene items, school supplies, and more. Get your shoebox packed for National Collection Week or pack it online. Learn more at OperationChristmasChild.ca. Well, maybe you're excited to hear Christmas music or you think it's too early. Um, We are only a couple of weeks away from Thanksgiving here in the U.S., so today on Focus on the Family, we're going to give you some ideas for approaching the holiday season with some grace, some fun, and some focus on God and your family. Your host is Focus on the Family president, Jim Daly, and I'm John Fuller. Okay, John, so the world kind of breaks into two halves. we got the dog people and the cat people, but there's another test. It's a very chaotic... This is another test, and that is Christmas music before Thanksgiving mm-hmm. or after Thanksgiving? Well, I am uh, I am definitely an after Thanksgiving person, married to a pre Thanksgiving person. Mm-hmm. True story. Isn't that October attract? It's October amazing. First of this year, Dina was listening to Christmas music, <laughs> wow. and so I am by virtue of having a, a desire to have a happy marriage, a pre Thanksgiving <laughs> guy. You've moved to pre yeah. totally. Okay. Well, I think Gene and I are in the same boat. Uh, <laughs> you it's think? so good to have Gene here to verify my uh, statements. Gene, what are you? Are you on the the pre-Thanksgiving music side or the after-Thanksgiving side? I am after-Thanksgiving, but, I mean, I secretly do enjoy if I'm shopping and I hear the Christmas music and... October. <laughs> you're okay with that. Because you're typically a purist, so I'm I know, pleased that you're, I know, you know, you're expanding I know, but I won't wisdom. listen to it in my car until after Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay, there you go. Well, we're going to have a great discussion today about uh, sacred holidays and what you can do. We have a wonderful guest, two wonderful guests to talk about this. But, you know, sometimes it's hard and there's a lot that goes into this. But uh, Becky Kaiser's with us today and she has written a wonderful book called Sacred Holidays. Mm-hmm. And that'll be the point of our discussion. It really will be uh, great to unpack this. There's so much stress associated with the yes. holidays, so much you have to get right. And Becky is a great person to talk about this. She is the founder and CEO of Sacred Holidays, which is a ministry dedicated to helping women find less chaos and more Jesus during the holidays. Everybody and, just said, yay! Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Well, and I think husbands want our wives yeah. to experience that we as well. We want happy wives. So, uh, so look for the book Sacred Holidays at our website, and uh, that's focusonthefamily.ca. And uh, Jim, you mentioned Becky is married to Chris, and they have three young girls, ages 5 to 10. Oh, man. Becky, welcome to Focus. Thank you. You're right in the zone. Right in the zone. <laughs> yes. So how do you have time to All be here? Kids, right? I, I made time because after six months of being quarantined together, my husband and I were like, we can leave the house for six days without them. Yes. Who's yes. got the kids? My mother-in-law, who is like Mary Aww. Poppins amazing. Mary Poppins. So they are having more fun with her than they would have if I was home. Well, it is good to have you. And of course, Thank always you. good to have you, Jean. Yes. Well, it's always good being here. Yeah. Thank you. All right, Becky. Uh, you have haven't always enjoyed the holidays. I think so many women are going to relate to this yeah. because we're going to get to some of the, I think, spiritual and emotional right. components to the holidays. Yeah. Uh, in fact, you say that Thanksgiving and Christmas used to make you revert to your 13-year-old self. I <laughs> yes. like that. 
But did you mean it in a positive way or not so positive? No, 100% in a negative way that even it started in college when I first realized I would go home for Christmas break just expecting it to be exciting and fun and realizing for whatever reason when I'm around my family and the same traditions, I revert back to the 13-year-old version of myself that's not so positive and great to be around. That's called triggers, by yes, the way. Yes, <laughs> totally, totally would get triggered. And and then I noticed it when I was 26 and when I was 30 and when I was 35. You know, like It just kept – it didn't stop. And so I wanted it to be different for myself as well as for my kids because we all, like you said at the beginning, that – Husbands are nodding their head, and I will often have husbands say, I bought the book for my wife, or (laughs) kids bought it for their mom, because women, naturally, we want it to be so special. But let me ask you to the, you know, the person that's wondering, okay, what are my triggers? What were a couple of examples of those Mm. triggers for you? Just. I, you know, I don't even know if it's just being in the same environment of your childhood. Mm -hmm. As I got older, it would be the financial triggers. It would be having to tote my little bitty kids to my in-laws and my parents. Chris and I both come from divorced homes. So it was, we call it the Texas tour, going to four houses in a week during Mm -hmm. Christmas. Mm -hmm. Just those stressors make you go crazy. Mm -hmm. And then if you're hosting it, it's no longer as an adult quite as fun as it was when you're a kid because you, especially as women, what's on the meal plan? Who's getting presents? Who's wrapping presents? You're doing it all. How do we make it fun for everyone else but us? Yes. Yes. Gene so. will look tired just listening. Yes. To yes. I was going to ask relate. you what you know. Is this uh, is that resonating with oh, you? Oh yes, 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 yes. And it's um, just that idea that we feel like we have to make it so perfect yeah. and textbook yes. and uh. okay. Let me let me hit these trigger words: shame and regret. Yeah. Is that part of it? Do you feel shame at times that it's not as perfect as you want it to be or? Regret maybe for me. I don't know about shame. I think comparison would be the bigger like root for maybe me, especially in a social media world. But yeah, regret or envy of other people's holidays and then working hard to try to make it like everyone's best picture they had on Instagram that day. Yeah, but it it is so true, though. We get distracted. And in fact, Gene, I I love uh, something that, you know, you were aware of. It was Thanksgiving, I think, and it was all kind of imploding in on you. And uh, (laughs) I'm waiting for you to jump out there, if you can tell. And uh, what happened? There was one particular Thanksgiving that... Um, I was, we were hosting your family. Yay! And <laughs> and the boys were very young. And Jim always played football on it's Thanksgiving the, it's the morning. Turkey bowl. I just yeah. want to say I played that until I was 52. Yes. <laughs> well done. And when yeah, our right. boys were young and I was hosting his family, I was resenting that he wasn't home in the morning. And all the ladies are saying, you, you go, girl. Yeah. You should be resentful. <laughs> and I wanted everything to be perfect for his family. And I can remember the boys were napping and his family was having so much fun. They were enjoying each other. They're laughing. And I was irritated mm. that they were being so loud mm-hmm. with their frivolity that they were going to wake my boys and upset their nap schedule. Yes, yes. And then uh, we had a couple of nephews, and they came over and were three hours late. And I was really upset about that. And then to top it off, my homemade rolls weren't rising. Oh. And I remember... <laughs> I was like ready to explode. Uh-huh. I 
I was going to crumple on the floor in yeah. tears. And that night, I felt the Holy Spirit impress on me, specifically with our nephews. You know, if that had been your little brother that came so late, would you be angry? And I thought, well, no, I adore him. He can do no wrong. And I really felt the Holy Spirit impress on me. Well, that's how I feel about your nephews. Mm -hmm. And I realized I had just missed it. Yeah. I was so into the perfection of the day and my idea of what it should look like and the homemade pumpkin pies that weren't setting and I missed it and I was angry and I was tired and I didn't enjoy it and I really changed. After that day, I really learned to embrace the relationships and plus it was absurd. Jim's family is so easy yeah. and they're so fun yeah. and but they are a little late <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't matter i don't home make anything anymore i don't i i make the turkey and i don't even know if that counts and i <laughs> it's good i thank you i i in, so look forward to it now yeah. and enjoy yeah. the people becky this is yeah. exactly the point of yeah. your book right this is totally. what you're getting to the heart yeah. of so ha- dr celebration how do you look at this <laughs> well i think that speaks into the shame a lot of women struggle with of they overreact and gene in that situation you paused and listened to the spirit and yes. adjusted but i think sometimes we're so busy we don't do that and the biblical story i talk to women about a lot during this is the very popular story of mary and martha and sometimes martha is the villain of the story <laughs> right. but we forget martha's the one that invited jesus into the home and so i just want if you're the woman who is struggling with shame of oh i'm getting this all wrong remember you're the one that has invited him into your holidays but Jesus then said to Martha, who was like, why is she not helping me? Which we all do. Like, with the Jesus dishes. Here, yes, with all the things. Yes. That we can then listen to Jesus speak to mm-hmm. us just as you listen to the Spirit speak to you and just say, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and distracted about many things. One thing is necessary. And so that's where any holiday, the one thing that's necessary is that we as women focus a little bit less on all the people, which is so good. But we take the flight attendant's advice and instead of putting the mask on not just our children, but our husband and our grandparents and Mm. our cousins and nieces and neighbors and teachers and all the things and instead say, okay, I need to breathe in fresh oxygen in life because I have more to offer my kids if I am actually following Jesus than if I just try to brainwash them to follow Jesus, but they never see mom do it themselves. Wow, that's powerful. That 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 is powerful. Uh, Becky, uh, you encourage parents to not put too much emphasis on the kids. That's what you're talking about. I think that's an easy thing to do, especially if your childhood was lean. Yeah. Uh, I was guilty of that. I've been guilty of that because, uh, you know, we didn't have money to go to amusement parks or do things. So I've probably overdone that. I'm looking at Gene for (laughs) affirmation or consternation. (laughs) But um, you really encourage parents to pull back a little. Don't overdo it when it comes to presence with the kids and things like that. Yeah. And that... That's just our culture is like more and we feel like we need and we want to give our kids the very best. So there's nothing wrong if you have that desire of like, I want to just spoil them and do all of this. But again, it goes back to what is Christmas about for you and your family. And so ask yourself, ask your husband, what do we want this to be about? And for us, we realized, my husband and I realized, we don't want it to be about them getting everything. Now, we still stuff the stockings and we still have presents galore and we have all the things. 
but we scale it way back. They get a handful of presents and we try to teach them instead of building their own Christmas wish list, they have a birthday wish list, but they make wish lists of what do they want to give instead of what do they want to receive. So when people ask them on the street, what are you hoping Santa brings you from Christmas? They look at me like bug-eyed, like, what do I say? And I'm like, (laughs) what are some things that you would like to get? But tell them what you want to give Grammy this year. Tell them what you want to give daddy. And just shifting that that. conversation of let's make it a Jesus came as the greatest gift we ever have. So we want to give to other people this time of year. It's not like about receiving everything. Birthdays are for receiving Christmas is for celebrating that he came. That's good. That's, that's good. Hey, you, you touched on this, but I want more elaboration yeah. from you, Becky, on the uh, birthday celebration. Because yes. I love that idea. Yeah. I mean, everybody gets a birthday party. Right. And, and you have done this now yes. at Christmas because it's yeah. Jesus' birthday yes. party. Yeah. What does that look like? So yeah, celebrating, doing a happy birthday Jesus party, you can do, we did this a lot when all my kids were super young, where you make a cake and you light a candle. Uh, One year, my daughter even just like wrote a whole list of like her most hundred favorite things about Jesus. And that is not to like say we are the perfect family because I have another daughter that's like, I want nothing to do with that. You know, so (laughs) do not think we are the perfect family, but there's times where you're going to get markers of we're doing this right. And they love Christmas so much. They, I mean, I told y'all before the show of it finally hit 88 degrees in Texas. And they were like, oh, it's finally Christmas. And so they, I was afraid that if I shifted the perspective from what I grew up with, that Christmas would no longer be whimsical for them. And it is just as whimsical by shifting the perspective or the focus off of them mm-hmm. and putting it on what matters. So birthdays is when we go all out for them. But for Christmas, we try to do where we do celebrate Jesus's birth. We find our own meaning. We um, just celebrate his focus, reading the story, reenacting the story and just shift imperfectly. I say in the book all the time, baby steps, like women are going to want to go all in and do the 25 <laughs> things they find in the book or on Pinterest. <laughs> and every year I had one thing. So maybe this year, the girl, one thing is an Advent study for yourself. You know, I had never thought about it this way, but you know, this is the celebration of Jesus's birth. It's just like human beings to say, Hey Lord, we'll give you a gift, but I'm going to get a gift too. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to get 20 gifts. <laughs> I'm going to get 20 and we'll give you a birthday we'll cake. You a cake. Isn't that funny? That's yeah. humanity at the yes, core. A hundred percent. Our guest today on Focus on the Family is Becky Kaiser, and we're so glad to have her here sharing some ideas from her book called Sacred Holidays. She has a ministry by the same name, and uh, we're so glad to have that book available. It's 800, the letter A in the word family, or stop by focusonthefamily.ca. This Focus on the Family broadcast will continue in just a moment. Hi, this is Jim Daly. Is your family feeling tired, restless, even stressed out? Well, you're not alone. These are tough times, and that's why we at Focus on the Family have created something new and helpful for you and your loved ones. It's called Focus at Home, a free on-demand streaming service featuring the faith-filled content from Focus on the Family that you know and trust. With Focus at Home, it's like you're getting access to our content vault. Explore old favorites like Adventures in Odyssey or Radio Theater. Discover new interactive children's stories. And we'll have a few surprises for you along the way. There's something fun for every member of the family. And we'll keep adding fresh titles so you can check in every day. Best of all, it's 100% biblically based. Sign up now and get total access to our best content for families during this challenging season. Visit FocusOnTheFamily.ca focusonthefamily.ca
We may not be able to attend large events in the same way right now, but that doesn't mean you can't still enjoy this year's Village Women's Conference. On Saturday, November 21st at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, you can watch solo from the comfort of your home or office, or better yet, host a watch party so you and your friends can gather and listen to incredible speakers. And the best part is, registration is free. To learn more, go to thisisvillagechurch.com slash conference. Thanks for listening to Focus on the Family. Let's resume now with the balance of today's programming. Yeah, Becky, I think a lot of uh, wives and moms are going to lean into this next mm-hmm. question. That is, you were at a candlelight service at yeah. Christmas. You were just feeling kind of blank. Mm-hmm. You weren't into it, and you weren't mm-hmm. feeling the presence of the Lord because of all the stuff yes. that you were having to yeah. do. I think so many women can appreciate that and understand that. They know exactly what I'm saying. How did you recognize that? And then how did you get a grip on that? And say, okay, come on, shake off this feeling. Yeah, that was that first Christmas that I told you when I had a young baby. And I was at my mother-in-law's church. And as we all have done a hundred times where we're holding the candle, singing Silent Night, Mm -hmm. and I'm holding it and I'm listening to the words and I'm realizing and tears just start streaming down my face. Uh I've missed it. Like I've missed the whole point of all of this. But man, the presents are wrapped and things look great. And all of our outfits are coordinated for the pictures. (laughs) Well, and and let me say, and you're also probably getting praise for all that too. All of it. Oh, this is amazing. We have done all that we could do that is approved by all the people. But internally, I had missed focusing on Jesus. I had definitely skipped my time with the Lord so that I could wrap presents till late at night or plan things out or travel more. And so that was the trajectory where things changed for me. And that's where I started taking baby steps. And I was like, what is Advent? I'd never really heard of it in the denomination I was a part of. And so I started looking for Bible studies and resources that could help me focus on God's word during this time to lean into the Christmas narrative, which is so amazing. But we only study it one Sunday a year usually. And Becky, earlier you said you and Chris hadn't really discussed some of this. How often do you think it is that couples have separate expectations but don't talk about it? Um, I would say all the time. (laughs) time. (laughs) Every time. One of the things that was super helpful for us that we started doing several years ago is we will sit down before the holidays and we'll lay out expectations. And so even down to, okay, this we're going to be around this family member, and I know this family member is either emotionally hard for you to be around or stresses you out, or they're always going to be late, and how are we going to handle that? And a counselor gave me that advice of, when you shift your perspective for other people, it changes. And so there was one family member that was really hard for me, and I was just disappointed every time, right? And she said, what if you just expected this person to always be that way? And that doesn't mean we don't have hope and faith that God can change the circumstance. But lower the bar. But we lower the bar to reality of, I'm just going to expect that they're going to be who they've always been, pray and hope that it changes. And when that happened, my relationship with that person changed completely Mm -hmm. because I was no longer disappointed, but I could love and accept them for who they are. Never perfect. But again, that's why it's so important to sit down with your spouse and talk through Even down to like, okay, I know I need my hour in the morning to study God's word and to pray. Where am I going to get that when we go to your mom's house, when we go to my parents' house? And pre-planning, just it's an hour-long couple date at home over a good cup of coffee to lay out all your expectations. That is a really good – that's the idea. That's worth listening to the program right there. Yes, done. 
Um, let me also, this was a fun one, uh, you know, because Christmas, we think, especially if things are tight, and I think this Christmas yeah. for a lot of families, things are going to be tight, and yeah. you do the dollar store yes. runaway, and you had some fun experiences. Yeah. I was giggling when I was reading the right. material. So fun. So as I said before, we come from divorced homes, so you can imagine the amount of grandparents and aunts and uncles oh, and cousins yes. is many, and we have three girls, and so to for them to each buy presents for all of those, we would be bankrupt, really. Right, we, yeah, pretty much. we just right. don't have that kind of money. And so one year, I don't remember where we got the idea from, but we were like, let's just take our daughter to the dollar store. And we made a list at the time she couldn't read. So I printed <laughs> off a picture of each grandparent and aunt and uncle and cousin. And we do not control it at all. What we control is that every item is a dollar because we've taken them to a place where things are yes. only a dollar. Yeah, right. But um, what did grandpas get? Yeah, just so as the a best inside, thing was yeah. my grandpa that year got... Um, um, a woman's world crossword puzzle. Um, so it's been as funny from that to two years ago, my father-in-law had cancer. And that the next Christmas, one girl got him a hairbrush. Another got him a Barbie hairspray. And oh, my goodness. The, they are use, learning how to give gifts in a really thoughtful way that's, without yeah, me being wonderful. like, oh, that's $20. We can't afford it. I'm right. sorry. No. And they're learning how to be generous yeah. in a way that works within our budget. <laughs> no, that is so good. And I, and it's great not to – here's the error we often make as parents. We try to correct it ahead of time, right? Yeah. Oh, don't, don't, don't buy that. Yes. And you're not doing that. We can handle it then yeah. because for three girls and all the family, it's still under $100 for all of it. Now, wrapping all those presents is a whole nother thing. That was another <laughs> That's <hundred dollars>. why <laughs> gift bags gift were bags. invented. Gift yes. bags. And tissue paper. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> all right. Yes. Um, there is also a heavy side to the holidays. Yeah. I mean, loneliness spikes, depression yeah. spikes, those kinds of things. Along with all the celebration, and it, it may be the intensity of both just goes up. And Becky, I understand you recently dealt uh, with that when your grandpa passed yeah. away. Describe how that can put a damper on the holidays. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, probably be impossible for me to talk about it without crying, but... I experienced grief for the first time last Thanksgiving because my grandpa was just the rock of our family. He yeah. was, we all have one of those in our family usually yeah. where they just hold it together. And I was really close to him and he passed away. And it was the first time where I had an empty chair. Thank you. It was the first time I passed me a tissue yeah. where I had an empty chair at Thanksgiving. And I just yeah. remember being crushed by it. And I had had, I'd actually written the grief chapter before I'd experienced a deep level of grief because so many people deal with it. And man, in 2020, we all have dealt with trauma, whether it's losing yes. someone to COVID, losing someone just because life happens right. or yes. um, divorce or sickness and diagnosis and serious financial issues for people. It has been a hard and heavy year for all of us. Yeah. So we're all going to have a level of grief this year. And what I learned and one of the things in the book that as I asked other people for advice is just to give grief a permission, a seat at the table. And so it's saying when I walk into the house and I see his chair empty, that I can just be sad. And my husband knows, okay, I'm going to take the girls outside and let you have your moment just to grieve that he's not there. But also just to give yourself permission that in the same moment, you can laugh when everybody's dancing to white Christmas and doing all the funny things. And it's giving grief a seat at the table and saying, there's space for it. Because I think as Christians, yes. we all say, I just need to be fine. Like, I'm fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Praise Jesus. 
And there's this misperception that we can't not be okay at right. Christmas and, time mm-hmm. because it is a lack of faith. Well, and in so many ways, it honors him and his totally. memory totally. because, man, it's a hole in your yes. heart. Yeah. And that's okay. Yes. yes. I mean, and Jesus grieved and we can grieve yeah, as well. absolutely. Okay. Jean, in that context, you have the story of your mom. I mean, we had that tradition of being at your mom and dad's all those years and your dad passed away and... You know, not long ago, your mom passed away, and things change. How have you dealt with that? Yeah, so my mom hosted Christmas every single year of her adult life. And like your grandpa, you know, she was the Christmas rock. And uh, she passed away four months before Christmas. And I thought it would be nice. We still had uh, my parents' home for my siblings and all of our families to meet for Christmas again at my parents' house. Mm. And I used my mom's Christmas decorations and decorated the house. I didn't home make anything. None (laughs) of us did like my mom would have, but uh, that was okay. And I mean, it was beautiful. It was bittersweet. And, And we were able to grieve and laugh and enjoy it. And then the next Christmas, I realized, you know, we needed a a different tradition. And we were able to meet at a a neutral location. I invited my siblings and and we changed it. Mm -hmm. um, And actually, we met up until Christmas Eve because Mm -hmm. my brother and his wife were going to spend it with uh, her family. So we, you know, we, we really changed it and we did a white elephant gift. That was new yeah. gift exchange and, and it was fun and different. And, and I still, though, I bought a little two foot high Christmas tree and I brought my mom's lights oh. and I, I put them at the base of the tree. So, so we still acknowledged yeah. that my parents weren't there yeah. and a brother who has gone and, and just made well, it and different. I, and yeah. I think the beauty of it is, you you know, new traditions are born out of those right. painful traditions right. that, you know, were, you've known since a child, really. Yes. And like you said, this year of the pandemic and everything else yeah. happening, many people are probably going to have yes. to find new traditions yeah. for all kinds of reasons. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Becky, as we close here, we're right at the end, and I want you to touch on your idea of not being that Christian, because I think, it, again, it's such a right move to talk about Christ. And, and I the question is, you know, obviously, what do you mean by that, mm-hmm. uh, to not be that Christian? Right. Yeah. So in the book, I have the eight holiday chapters, but then I have six um, common struggle chapters. And one of those is not being that Christian. And that is the two camps of those who completely disregard it because they don't know how to do it and those who overdo it too much. And so uh-huh. how to not be that Christian is, again, let's sit down for 30 minutes with a journal, a piece of paper, and ask the Lord, where have I gotten off? Like, am I in the camp where I'm missing Jesus? Or am I in the camp where I'm like making it maybe a little too over-spiritual and I'm missing living in life and loving people? Um, so where I would say is sit down and evaluate that and then Focus your your heart. Like, what is your relationship like with the Lord, and where can you move forward on that? And as you are in Scripture, as whether you're doing an Advent study or whether you're whatever, if your church is doing something, when you're doing those things, your heart's going to shift. If you're not focused on all the other things and you're in God's Word and you're praying, you're going to find the right right way because God leads us into the right path when we put our eyes on Him. Well, Becky and Jean, this has been really encouraging. A lot more fun than I thought, I must admit. (laughs) I was coming in thinking, sacred holiday. Here we go, John. 
But this really has been good. It's yeah. been full of yeah. the great wisdom, Becky and Jean, that you both have learned and how you've applied it. So thank you for being thank with us. Thank you so much for having me. And let me just turn to the listener. I want to highly recommend Sacred Holidays. I thank think uh, Becky laid out so nicely what the book's about, what she's trying to accomplish. It's one of those tools I think uh, you'll really benefit mm-hmm. from. And uh, I hope you'll get a copy here from Focus on the Family. Yeah, of course, it's not just limited to Christmas and Thanksgiving. Uh, as Becky said, it's got a number of holidays in there. Um, so look for your copy of Sacred Holidays by Becky Kaiser at our website. And uh, that's focusonthefamily.ca or call 800, the letter A in the word family. Uh, Becky and Jane, again, thanks for being with us. Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure. And, and I hope for all the listeners that we can all focus on relationships and Christ this yeah. season. Good word. ourselves in grace and pursuing Jesus. Yeah, well yeah. said. And on behalf of Jim Daly and the entire team, thanks for joining us today for Focus on the Family. I'm John Fuller inviting you back as we once again help you and your family thrive in Christ. 